Are you struggling to create engaging content for your B2B brand? Let Podcast Town help. Our expert services will help you develop a successful content marketing strategy, making your brand stand out and increase revenue. With our guidance, you'll create quality content that resonates with your audience and builds brand loyalty. Visit our website at podcasttown.net to learn more and to get started today. We help you launch, grow, and maximize. What's up, Enterprisers? Welcome to another episode of the Enterprise Now podcast, where we shape the mindset of the high achiever to think like an entrepreneur. We talk with masters of the craft to get the cheat codes to success, helping elite enterprisers level up and maximize their brand. I'm your host, LZ, the mayor. Now let's get to it. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So today, folks, we have a master of the craft, Danny. Danny, how are you? Hi, thanks for having me. I'm really well. How are you? I am fantastic. Um, I tend to like to hop right into it. But before we hop into the, the nuggets, why don't you tell us a little bit about you and what you do? I specialize in digital marketing. I am the CEO and founder of a company called Franchise Fame. And this is a marketing agency for the franchising sector. We work with global franchisors um, that usually count thousands of locations around the globe. And we help them expand onto new territories through digital marketing campaigns and marketing strategy. Awesome. Um, How'd you get into that? Uh, well, I've always had a passion for business um, since very early age. I remember I was always fascinated by business and people who worked for themselves. I think my passion for just marketing and franchising originates from um, my early childhood years when I was just raised in a, in, a, in a family where we didn't have great opportunities. My parents were working too jobs to meet, make ends meet. And I had to look after my sister and just run the chores in the house. So I could see them struggling with normal jobs. And um, at some point they decided to launch their own business. Uh, it was a luxury furniture manufacturing company. They did put the extra hours. They worked incredibly hard, but unfortunately a couple of years later, the business had to be shut down. It was not successful. And reflecting on that experience over the years um, made me realize that if they had the support, the marketing, the knowledge, uh, and and just help, um, uh, they would have probably succeeded, but they were just on their own and they had no idea how to run a business. And they just uh, trialed and failed and trialed and failed until they gave it up. Um, and I believe a lot of people feel the same way. Um, they either have a similar business idea or a passion for something, but they're either afraid of failure or um, they lack support and knowledge on how to start themselves. So that's why I think franchising is a great opportunity for people who do want to work for themselves and exit the corporate world or the nine to five to five jobs, but they do need some sort of structure and a framework. And uh, yeah, that's what makes uh, franchising so, so great. 
We talked a little bit before about what we were going to talk about in our business breakdown, uh, the, the topic areas of sales, marketing, operations, and finance. You happen to specialize in the marketing area, but speak a little bit to, um, especially related to the franchise model, how doing a franchise helps you with those four areas. Yeah, definitely. If you are in the franchising sector or if you invest in a franchise, uh, you get support on all levels. Uh, you get a franchise manual, you've got the training, um, the marketing plan, and just that full 360 support that you need to not only establish a business, but start running, start getting clients and uh, being successful because the very model of franchising is based on building a network and only when the network of franchisees is successful, then is the franchisor successful. And that's how they make money based on royalty fees. So ultimately, it's within everyone's interest to support themselves through finance, operations, sales and marketing so that the business uh, flies off really well. Um, uh, and, and the franchisee and a franchisor are happy. So somebody is thinking about starting a business and they're looking at franchising. And you mentioned in, in your um, your intro a little bit about how failure sometimes comes from the lack of knowledge of general business skills. What are some ways people can gain that knowledge, those, those skills that they're going to need in order to succeed in business? There's various ways, uh, obviously, apart from investing in a franchise and getting that full starter pack and training and onboarding. There's so much information around us, uh, especially in the era of uh, the internet and communications. Um, in 2020, we've seen a surge and a rise in online training uh, courses where you can buy a training course or any sort of education, online MBAs even, if you wish, um, at a very low cost uh, where you can have distant learning and distant education and still get qualified. Um, so there really no, is no excuse if you wanted to learn something. You can always go online and either subscribe to a business accelerator via a distant um, MBA or an online learning course of some sort. And uh, yeah, just knowledge is within your reach right now. We live in unprecedented times. Yeah, it's it's amazing to see the seismic shift of solopreneurs and people that are ditching the old traditional get a job, work for a company for 40 years and then retire. Like that is is not the only option anymore. So um, speak to that a little bit. And are, are you seeing that shift in the market as well? Yeah, definitely. Um, again, since um, 2020, we've seen a rise in the numbers of franchises bought, uh, whereas other industries were suffering. I think because a lot of people lost their jobs and were made redundant around the pandemic, that uncertainty has pushed them forward to actually take that decision that they've been procrastinating for so long, actually working for themselves, trying out their that new business venture and trying to start their own gig. And um, if previously they've always had it at the back of their minds and they were a bit scared to try it out or they were procrastinating you know let, letting go being let going or just losing the jobs um just accelerated that process and they had to either um start their own job or look for another job or uh, start their own business so i think a lot of a lot of the changes that happened in 2020 facilitated just the franchising industry's growth and uh 
um, it's, it's helped uh, people realize that they can work for themselves, but also mitigate risk in a sense, rather than having to do it themselves and starting um, completely alone without having a clue how to do that. Um, they have that um, support and help and that, yeah, that mitigates risks and feel makes them feel at ease. It isn't actually a proven business model that works that you buy into and you invest into. Um, so someone is actually guaranteeing you success and that can be incredibly comforting. Now, Danny, you strike me as a very intelligent, smart um, person, but what I'm going to ask you next is what is the stupidest thing you've done? What if you could pick one thing, what is one thing that you're willing to share with us that you look back and say, why did I do that? It could be personal. It could be business. It could be whatever, whatever you're willing to share. Oh, God, there's quite a few over the years. But um, one thing that uh, pops in, in mind was um, I, I was invited to, um, to speak uh, at a conference. It was a huge public speaking opportunity in Australia. It was quite a few years ago. It was one of my first public speaking events. And, of course, I was incredibly nervous. So um, public speaking was not my forte, still isn't, but it's improved over the years. But I remember that this was one of my first like on stage talks, over 100 people in the room. I was freaking out, like literally so nervous. So um, um, my business partner at that time had given me a tip. He was like, oh, you should have a couple of shots of like some strong <laughs> liquor and that's going to tune you into that, you know, um, conversation sort of. Um, and I was like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, yeah it works every time. <laughs> so I was silly enough to follow his advice. I think I've taken one too many. <laughs> so I was incredibly jolly and relaxed on stage. <laughs> I think, I mean, it, it didn't, it didn't, <laughs> It wasn't super embarrassing, but the audience was a little bit like, what is going on with her? She's laughing too much at her own jokes. <laughs> so <laughs> so um, if anyone is actually challenged with public speaking, I would say if someone tells you that shots help, a shot helps. <laughs> More than one does not help. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. So I'm curious to know um, in more detail about what it is that you guys do, because you, you specialize in digital marketing for franchises. So tell us a little bit about that. Correct. So uh, because the model of franchising is um, it, it built on relationships, there's a lot of um, relationship building within a franchise. That is the franchisor trying to recruit franchisees that are going to buy into his business model and sell new territories. So that is one opportunity where we work with the franchisor and we help them generate leads, recruitment, franchise recruitment leads of people who are qualified enough and would like to invest in their franchise. That happens through various different marketing channels, such as social media ads, Google ads, and so forth. So we help them build a buyer persona, identify who their ideal franchisee would be, what sort of skill set they would need, and how to reach them. Based on those answers, we know what channel is the best one to reach that potential target audience of theirs. Um, once you already have a few franchisees and you have a network, you obviously need to keep them happy and content and successful. That means that you need to encourage them 
to generate clients and run their business successfully and help them with some local marketing initiatives. That is another opportunity where we help um, franchises and we work on the local level with the actual franchisees and we help them generate end clients to their business. Um, that can be anything from, imagine this is a restaurant franchise and they are in Illinois or and, and whenever someone searches for pizza restaurant or Italian restaurant, Illinois, their brand to come up. The same initiative would be done for a different franchisee that's based somewhere else. So um, local marketing is of such huge importance for the success of franchisees because the whole uh, concept of franchising is based around the territorial division that they buy uh, the rights for, and they can operate under that brand in that particular territory. So that is another opportunity where we connect with the franchisees and franchisors and make sure that they are successful locally. And uh, actually, because I've worked with franchisors and in franchising for so many years, that has allowed me to identify the most common pain points franchises experience. And based on those common point, pain points, we've built a model, a five-step um, model that helps franchises master the franchise marketing strategy and uh, i'm currently in the process of writing a book based on the model it's called the five f's of franchising and franchise marketing very cool so what would you say i know you can't give away the the entire uh, recipe or secret but what would you say one key to success is huh, i mean for me personally as a as a as a woman of business i've always uh, been all about consistency so I think that one if I have to pinpoint one obviously there's so many things that you can say about success but for me consistency is of huge importance because a lot of people get hyped about things and they start really strong um, but then with time they decline or they stop doing what they committed to do uh, same goes for the franchising sector you need to be or, or just any business owner really you need to be consistent in executing your plan once you create that strategy you it, it only gives you a return on investment if you are consistent over a period of time do not get discouraged if it, you don't see the results on month one two three it's going to take longer sometimes sometimes it might take a year or two but that consistent effort over time only builds up to your success very cool do you have a an action item that folks can implement today that will allow them to level up or to level out if they're early stage entrepreneur or they're in still in corporate and they're just thinking about it what's one action item you could share with us that will, will help them to level up I would say think about what your drivers are. What is the real motivation behind what you'd like to do? Because if you still haven't started and embarked on your entrepreneurial journey, you need to know exactly what your priorities are. What would you like to achieve? Why would you like to achieve that? What is the end goal in mind? Always have a clear vision about your end goal, is it because you want to just get incredibly rich and successful, which is, there's nothing wrong about that, but you need to be clear about it. Is it because you just want to work for yourselves and not have a boss micromanaging you because that can be a driver? Or is it because you simply want to spend more time with your family and have flexible working hours? I think once you know 
and understand yourself and what drives you and what your goal is, you will then get the answer to what you'd like to do. And um, what I mean is, usually with entrepreneurs, there's two types of people, people who would like to build a performance business, which usually would be something over a million or two, up to 10 million of revenue. And that is great. You need the people, you need the processes, you need the finance um, to, for that. But most of people, most of the entrepreneurial people would like more of a lifestyle business. That would be having a stuff of two to four or 10 tops um, employees and a turnover of up to a couple of million. And that allows you to have you know, flexibility, to travel, to enjoy yourself, to spend more time with friends and family. So there is a huge difference between having a lifestyle business and a performance business. And I think with that idea in mind, you need to be very clear of what you'd like to achieve when you're starting off. Perfect. That is actually a very, very good, insightful and helpful answer. Thank you for that. So, Danny, if people want to reach out to you, learn more about what you do, um, perhaps they're interested in selecting a franchise. How can they do that? Um, so if you look up Franchise Fame, um, you will find us on any social media platform. We've got a YouTube channel where I share some of the insights. And if you just go to FranchiseFame.com, you will see the website, um, which is a platform um, showcasing franchising opportunities of a big franchisor that you can invest in. And um, I would welcome everyone that has more questions uh, uh, regarding marketing or franchising to connect with me on LinkedIn too. Uh, my LinkedIn is Danny Peleva. So, or looking up Franchise Fame, you can easily find me there too. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time, Danny. Thank you too. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. If you got value from today's show, we want you to join the Enterprises Elite email list for more nuggets and resources. And remember, no excuses, just execution. Go get it. What a fantastic episode. Hey, listen, I want to know something. What is the top concern that you have in your business? Is it sales? Is it marketing? Is it finance? Operations? Shoot me an email, mayor at podcasttown.net. I want to start a conversation around these areas of business and how we can work together and help each other shine even brighter.